This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Super Vegan Brian. Um, my um, co-hosts are incorrigible. Incorrigible. Um, I, I swear I'm going to include that Incorrigible. Oh, my God. Why did you say that, Ben, if you didn't want me to do something? <laughs> the fuck, man? Well... <laughs> It, well, for a okay. second, I was like, does he want us to do something? And was <laughs> That's like, why I just kind of went with no, it. I like, okay. No, it's I don't the know. Mexican horror movie called Reek. Record. Recording in three, two, one. We're doing a spooky episode oh. today. So I was referencing the Mexican horror movie called Reek. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done. I'm still here. I know. <laughs> I'm joined by Kirsty Smurferka. Hola. And David Theobald III. I apparently completely missed that whatsoever, and that went completely different well, direction. I mean, it, I, I should have assumed it would have gone over your head. Have you heard of the movie before? I have not. Yeah, I it, haven't. I mean, I've heard of it. I never. I have no idea that that's what you're referencing. Um, There, there was a shot-for-shot shot American remake made, and it was called, I think, Pandemic? Okay. Um, oh, anybody is that, who's uh, listening, is it, feel free to correct me. Is it me the one where the uh, the cam the amateur camera person gets trapped inside a building with the yeah? Game? Okay, I saw no, no, someone no, no. on it, the internet do a review about it. It wasn't very good. It's the one called Twenty Twenty, where everything stopped. That's what it is. That's the one. Ah, okay, never mind then. Oh no, Reek is classic. It's no, I was one, joking, David. Oh, I, it's called I, Pandemic. Oh, Jesus <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> oh my god! It has been a week. This is gonna be a fun episode um where this is our halloween spooktacular where we talk about halloween spooky things this is also a trade episode because there is no outline um we're we're riding by the seat of our pants um buckle in but you know we have the structure down because because we are going to talk about spooky stuff but first but first we're going to talk about everybody's favorite thing we did this week that was nerdy Is that good? Does that work? I mean, that that works totally, yes. If we were going out of our way to not mention the name of something, like we're trying to avoid a trademark. All right, all right, I'll do it, fine. I'll do it, I'll do it. You guys are always giving me crap that it's always the same. No, it's awesome. It's great. That's why we give you crap for it. It's exactly the same. (laughs) That's amazing. Do you have any idea of the talent that takes? 
You, I've heard you say it perfectly. I've heard you say it perfectly so many times that I could say it perfectly based on just you saying it. Okay, your you? turn then. Okay, All right. Okay. But first. But first, it's time for everyone's favorite game, What's Dirty With You, where the three of us talk about the nerdiest thing we've done in the last few weeks, and then we all vote using the patented Mike Myler widget system. Very well done. Yay! Yay. Good job, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't do it very often, so it's interesting to hear you give the spiel. I don't think I I have given it. Not, you have, but it was a long time ago. It's usually either me or Erica. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've... I have done it because I've pre-recorded it and saved the recording just in case I ever need it. Of course you have. But I've never used it. Yeah. I even tried doing this oh, thing have where you. I record it like nine different ways and then harmonize them. I'm not that talented of an audio person, <laughs> but I one of these days want... I'll, I'll make a new Nerd Podcast Radio intro that's like that because I really want to learn how to do that. Anyway. Right. Well, hold on a second. So I just want to say that I am so used to doing that intro that at work sometimes people will be talking and they'll go but and it pops in my inner dialogue and I have to stop (laughs) nice oh that's good that's good yeah, it does. It like pops in my inner dialogue anytime anybody says, but first. So, David, you're first. What was nerdy with you? Well, I've got a few things. Uh, the, the the first big one is uh, I went to watch the uh, Critical Role uh, premiere episode last night. Uh, the it. date of this recording is... October 22nd. So the 21st was the season, the uh, series three premiere of Critical Role, the new campaign. And because they had 250,000 people watching online, plus like nine or 10 satellite locations at movie theaters that were showing it on the big screen. I went to one of those and the theater we were at had five theaters showing it and it was sold out. There were a lot of people there. It was insane. Yeah, they're making some serious Oh, man, it was amazing. And the show was great. The episode was wonderful. I cannot wait for the next one. It was a great time. It was had by all. I'm going to have to start watching it. it the best part is, is because they just started, you don't need to know anything about the past campaigns. I yeah, mean, that's what I was thinking. Because everybody's so, like, have you watched it? And I'll go to look and it's you, like, you don't I'm, have not, to, but, I'm not going that far back. Yeah, it's weekly. It's and They just started so it's a great time to jump on the train i think Uh, a lot of people think like that i think a lot of people think like that because Mm -hmm. i think the show gets more popular every time a new season starts yeah and it's they keep getting bigger and bigger with it too like the last last season was exponentially larger by the end of it than the one before and this one it looks like it's going to be just as fun the cast of characters they have is diverse and very amusing so you got you said you have two more uh yeah i've got a couple more um what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I was in Vegas last weekend where for uh, some buddies of mine. I didn't realize at the time that uh, Vegas was having their Renaissance Fair, too. Or I would have gone to check that out. Unfortunately, I didn't, so I didn't. <laughs> and then what was the third one? I know I had three. Uh, da, 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 da. I can't remember what the third one was, so uh, I only have two. That's enough for me. Um, Erica, how about you? I mean, I guess the only thing that would count besides playing Diablo, which I don't think that counts. I do. Diablo's awesome. I started playing it recently, too. You used it. Exactly. That's what I just said. I already used it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, So the only other thing that happened is 
my mom pulled like a switcheroo on dates for me again. And I had to quickly come up with, so we've been planning these Halloween costumes uh, for the, we usually do family costumes. Mm -hmm. So we have like a theme and every year somebody else picks the theme. So this year was my year. And I was like, I want to do the haunted mansion. Let's everybody dress up as a character from the haunted mansion. So we've been piecing this together for about three months now. We're having some trouble getting some of the pieces for Rowan's costume. Um, and I was trying to find a fishbowl to fit over my head, but apparently my head's too big. So that's been problematic as well. Um, so with all of that said, my mom moved our trick or treat date from Halloween to tomorrow and I don't have costumes ready for the kids. So very impromptu. We switch costumes. Rowan is going as a doctor. It was a hard line between doctor and kitty. We weren't sure which one we were going to go with. It was back and forth. Mm -hmm. Um, And then always an option. And this is the nerdy part. Uh, Amelia is going as a video game character for Delta from Delta Room, which good luck trying to find an indie video game costume. Um, I don't even know that game. <laughs> I have never heard. I've never even heard of it. And it's huge on the internet. Delta no, Room, Undertale, I'm... all of those. It's like Toby okay. Fox. I only know this because all I do is hear about it from her. I'm and, and I'm not saying they're bad games. I've <laughs> heard so much about them. I mean, yeah, he's good. Um, but so Chris and I very quickly pieced together a costume of this video game character nice. that is very minute to the fact that Chris cut out he he pulled an uh, an odin and he's cutting out foam and bending it into the shape of armor and spray painting it and coloring it so that it looks like armor for her we need pictures (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i think we've got a few more pieces like a blue wig and stuff we got to pick up tomorrow but we did this in a record a record of two days putting together a detailed video game costume from an indie game. Nice. I help I help plan. Chris is doing all the extra stuff and I'm picking up all the accessories. So. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, it's more work on his me. part because he's doing the Odin makes thing, but it's still very, very nerdy and very nice. <laughs> Right, because Brian, I love I my kids. Hey, <laughs> hey, I wasn't done yet. Back up, buddy. Right. I'm sorry. Hey, Brian, what about you? What was your next thing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to share my screen for, for the people who are on Patreon who are watching the video of this. I will describe it for the people who aren't, but I I need to share. Can you hear the cat trying to get out? Nope. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, remember, I remember that guy. Yeah, you're steampunk doctor dude. So I went to the Portland Oddities Convention. Hey, good shit. And I went by myself you and I wore my steampunk outfit. I don't see your cane with the steam engine on the top it's, of it. It's, I cropped the person who was in the picture off. Oh, okay. Um, I took pictures with a lot of people. Gotcha. Um, so my cane is there. But, okay. Um, I so I went to the oddities convention. I promoted the podcast. That's I awesome. walked around in character. Sweet. I did at time. So it was funny because walking around, people would ask about the costume, and it would it but basically be like this: It'd be like, "Nice costume. Oh, thank you." Um, and then they would say like, "Where'd you get the goggles?" And I'd be like, "I got them." And then after like the fifteenth time someone asked me, I was like, "I." have come from the future 
when you started. So I, that's what I would have done. It took great. about it took about fifteen people asking me, and but I mean that was like a half hour at the con. So I mean for the rest of the con, I was like, I am Professor Time Twist, and just going nuts. That's, that's awesome. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I picked the wrong time to come. I was hoping to be here in 2024 when world peace was attained, but apparently there's some kind of global pandemic right now. Yeah. So um, I want to talk about the con. It was way cool. Um, I think Portland's Oddities Convention is probably one of the best Oddities Conventions. Um, there was Taxidermy. Um, and I, for people who don't know, I have a phobia of dead animals. Oh, a big and one. I hmm. do have a picture of me with um, taxidermy. Um, so for the listeners, I am showing pictures of my steampunk outfit. And now I am going to show a picture of me standing next to somebody with a we, taxidermy we post, animal. We will post some of these on Facebook. We will post all of these on Facebook because I got permission. Oh, sweet. Even better. Um, so there is a very terrified Brian, super vegan Brian next to a taxidermy coyote. Well, luckily the mask kind of hides it. You don't look like you're terrified. I... Look at his eyes. I wasn't, I mean, like, posing with my eyes. He could eyes. just be I in mean, character. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but I, I, that took... So imagine someone who's afraid of heights walking across a narrow glass bridge. No, thanks. That was me <laughs> standing next to a, to gotcha. a taxidermy. Yeah, coyote. yeah, no, no, I, I so, get it. Yeah. Um, there was... So um, I want to mention a couple names. Um, so I, I'm going to share these in the show notes of the podcast so these were the the booths that i thought were the most interesting um lost wonder photography does um panoramic photos of like abandoned locations um there's also um um fuel and morte i'm probably pronouncing this wrong i'll put it in the show notes um they're out of denver um and they create they created artwork from um honeycombs by casting them in bronze and they were wild i'm sorry they they weren't honeycombs they were wasp nests oh interesting that is much different Uh, um casting them in copper specifically Hmm. um matt gone who is fun fact about wasps this week we found out that my husband's allergic to wasps. Well, Ooh. that's good to know. Yeah, it's um, very good to know. Matt Gone is a fully tattooed human being. I'm holding up the card on camera. Mm. Um, he's covered from head to toe in tattoos. He said it took him 30 years to do it. I believe it. Yeah. Not sure I'd have gone with the checkerboard over his face, but, uh, you know, that's everyone teach his own. Um, Melissa De Ro- Melissa De... She said it's not pronounced Melissa De Rosier. She said it's like De Rosier because she's from Chicago. Um, she had some really cool artwork. Um, I want to just go through these quick. We got Urban Witchcraft. Um, Nikki Quist does these really cool ghost artworks. Ooh, nice. Um, Stephanie Sun. Um, Stephanie Sun does these, like, little sexy monsters. Oh, little chibis. Nice. And I came up to her and asked her her what inspires her work and she says she really likes sexy monsters <laughs> that's adorable so yeah i'll i'll list these names on the um on the notes for the episode um so people can check them out links to their website yeah mm. i'll link to any facebook pages if they have them um most young creative folks don't have facebook pages they only have instagram yeah um so you know we should do that one of these days we have one we just have okay, who's in charge of it? A long time. 
We should, we need to nominate someone to be in charge of it. I nominate David. I don't use Instagram. <laughs> like I have I one, but I don't Instagram. use it. I don't take pictures. I, I used to, but I don't anymore. I don't either. And we need to get like a young like. Ooh, person. I know what we should do. We should get a website so we don't have to use either. So you know what? People don't use those. That's a either. crazy idea. I mean, I mean, she's right. But... We have the money. I mean, we we probably should do that. <laughs> One of these days. Um, so, yeah. Um, oddities convention. Voting time. Um, David, four widgets. Oh, I'm going to give you three and Erica one. Because, Erica, that is pretty awesome. And, and I know then, the hard work it takes to go into uh, costume. And then, Erica, how many do you get? Well, it all depends on the answer to David's, this question I'm going to ask David. Mm. So Brian went somewhere and promoted our podcast. Are you mm-hmm. willing to promote our podcast? I promote our podcast everywhere I go. That's awesome because I'm going to need you to be a guest on Geek Pop Hobby, Hobby Club. Hobby. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. okay. It's, this is really cool, guys. Really cool. I'm sorry to interrupt our widgets here, but this is really cool. This is a, a D&D a Magic the Gathering comic book nerd thing Sweet. all the way in the Philippines. Very cool. Uh, and they want to do an international. They want us on their show. And uh, well, tell them, them I'm a quarter Filipino. And uh... oh, you, can, you can tell them that too. So, so anyways, uh, it's Geek Pop Hobby Club. And okay, we'll really talk cool. about we'll talk what about we'll this do? more off the air. I want to go on it too. Well, you can go on it. Back too. off, it's mine. I'm oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> I I mean, I know I do a lot of stuff and nobody asks me because they know I do a lot of stuff, but that sounds like fun. That does okay. actually sound like well, fun. Well, then I'll tell them wait. you're both I, in. I can't wait. I'll be on too. We'll just do a whole, they'll Hell be yes. on our show. We we'll will, be on their show. We will raid okay. their show. We we have lots of episodes that have no plans coming up. Oh, yes. good. Um, yes. good. If uh, any of our listeners have ideas for shows they want us to do and things they want us to talk about, please send us emails or hit us up on Facebook. Otherwise, oh, Get us talking about what we want to talk about, which can get pretty old. Right. I, I hate to cause another tangent. Um, Erica, you have four widgets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, because David answered that question correctly, he gets all four of my widgets. Pay it off. Okay. Because I'm a humble individual that um, doesn't believe that, you know, winning At least two is, of them. I, I, I'm, I mean, it's not like I'm competitive or anything. Um, so I'm going to take all four of my widgets and I'm going to give them to Erica. Aw, that's very um, nice of you. Well, th- this is the thing. It's not that you're doing the theme this year. It's that you do this every year, and I always thought it was the coolest thing. So, Oh, yeah. the family theme? Yeah. He wants to go on the podcast. Huh? <laughs> never, no, never mind. Okay. Yeah, so, so Erica, you win with five. David, you second with four, and I get three, even though I clearly had the nerdiest thing this week. Man, how, uh, how Pythagoreans of us. All right. Uh, oh. So... No outline, spooky topic, um, Halloween spectacular. So the world is full of spooky stuff. Whether you believe it or not, there's all sorts of spooky stuff that happens. Some of it's paranormal, some of it's not. Um, th- this can branch off into scary stories, true crime, scary decorations, scary um, music. Um, but I want to start this off. give you a off. chill down your spine, then it counts, right? But, oh, That's the idea. Excuse me. Instead of doing our round robin the way we normally do, I had this 
this idea, and I think I want to start doing this some episode. Mm. Um, we'll take turns proposing a question, and everybody asks it, answers it. I mean, all right. Hey. So, um, my question for the and I'll answer it last. We'll go <laughs> to David Erica Brime. Is um, what is your favorite Halloween season song? Well, I mean, I follow Kyle Kinane's theory of the Monster Mash is a great song for any occasion, but uh, it's too bad no one's ever heard it before. <laughs> I know the song that we actually hear is a tribute, <laughs> much like uh, much much like uh, uh, Tenacious, Tenacious D. D and their tribute. Uh, the Monster Mash is in fact a tribute to a song called The Monster Mash. If you read the lyrics carefully, it is in fact a tribute. It is not actually the Monster Mash. See, for the longest time, I thought it was about a dance, and then I did listen to the lyrics and realized it's about a song. Um, what about you, Erica? Um, it's a song, it's a song, like, it's really old song, uh, called Spooky Scary Skeleton. That's a good one. I like that one. It's a good one. I like that one. Um, my... That and the hearse. Oh, I don't song. know that. Uh, the worms crawl in, the worms crawl out. You don't know that one? Um, I've heard no, it before. I, I know the, I know the tune. I just, okay, I didn't know that was the name of it. Um, I, I have. Oh, a... It's something like, uh, don't you do something when a hearse goes by? Cause you will be the next to die. That, that one. Yeah, I think it's a playoff of, uh, uh, don't go out in the woods today. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Brian. Okay. So I'm going to give a few, um, starting the lowest and going to highest. Cause this is actually something I'm a, I'm, it's like a thing I have. Like I, I really like Halloween style songs. Um, so. So the bottom of my list, I'm going to give three, is Dragula by Rob Zombie. All right. That's just a song. It, it is spooky. It's, it is it's, it's played things. a lot during the season. It's not spooky. I listen to Dragula all the time. Well, I mean, yes, but but Bill you're Lehman spooky, doesn't. so it's normal to you. I'm spooky. Yes, Apparently, you're the yes. only one recording in the dark. Fair enough. <laughs> my life. Yeah, I Leon. just like the dark. <laughs> yeah, spooky. Uh, is this going to be another one of those where, like, we reveal something about you, like when we convinced you that you were a nerd? I just keep getting flashes of the light changing, and suddenly she's wearing, like, a witch's hat, and you look, and it's gone. <laughs> You're my witch's hat. <laughs> I I would be willing to bet that somewhere in Erica's stuff she owns a witch's hat. I'm quite certain of it. Somewhere in that house, there's a witch's hat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I figured. I was willing to put money on that one. I do. I do own quite a bit of. I guess spooky like funny t-shirts like one i own is from beetlejuice and it's a picture it's a it says handbook book for the recently deceased mm. um which is one of my favorites because i love beetlejuice uh which i also and i will say appropriately um. wore it to help my friend clean out his dead mom's house con con confession time <laughs> Yes. Uh, the only time I've ever seen Beetlejuice all the way through was a week ago in Vegas. Wow. That was the first time I'd ever actually seen the movie. Hot take. It's not a very good movie. I know. But, uh, first time I'd ever actually seen it. I used to watch the cartoon as a kid. I used to watch the cartoon as a kid. They are nothing alike. No, they are nothing alike. The movie amazing. I had never seen it. I, you know, I used ever. to think the movie was absolutely amazing. And then I saw the musical and realized that the movie's not very good. <laughs> the musical, oh, it has its moments. Absolutely but... amazing. I saw the musical in New York. Oh, good for fucking <laughs> you. Long Um Fancy long I think that was actually a nerdy thing that, that the when I when we had the episode after that that I saw the Beetlejuice. I believe musical. so. I think it was. Um 
But yeah, I... secret time. <laughs> okay, so two more. Oh, do I have to say a secret? No, that was just my, my secret oh, time. Oh, okay. Um, oh. I have two more Jay songs. Jay on David's secret time. So, so um, number two um, would be... Um, um, Michael Jackson's Thriller. That's a good one. Good one. Cause thriller, thriller night. I, I know it's technically not a Halloween song. Yes, it is. Well, um, Michael Jackson was Jehovah's Witness, and he doesn't celebrate Halloween. Shut, shut up. So, Brian, yeah. Brian, shut the fuck up. Did, did you know that's why they put a disclaimer before the video? Yes, I knew that. Yeah. Um, and then the um, the number one is This Is Halloween from The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's I, a good I, one. I I. I knew that. I like I mean, all of those, but but that album is more of a Christmas album to me. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say it's a Christmas movie. It's not a Halloween, yeah. even though we they play it on to, both holidays. We listen to the Nightmare Before Christmas while we're decorating our tree every year. Mm, mm, secret time. I've only ever seen that once. <laughs> David, your secret time sucks. I saw it when it came out in in the. This is theater. not my season. I I'm not a fan of this shit. I I see it incidentally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, David, it is time for the your question that everyone is going to answer. What is your yeah. favorite childhood animated uh, Halloween special? And you go first. Uh, for me, it would all have to be uh, the uh, Rugrats, the Rugrats one. Ooh. The Charlie Brown one was good, oh. but the Rugrats one where they do the haunted house and they're going after the reptar bars. It's just, it always has a soft spot in my heart. I love that episode. How about you, Erica? I don't know. I'm thinking. This one's hard. I have a tendency to only be able to recall things if something sparks that memory. Does that make sense? So, like, when I try to think of a TV show Halloween special that I really like, it's going to take me a second. So, Brian, your turn. You go. I can't think of any animated ones. I I don't think it was something I was real into when I was a kid. Um, Not even even, uh, The Great Pumpkin? Well, yeah. I I don't think I've ever seen it. Mm. I have. Um, It's not my favorite. eh, It's all right. I think... As far as Halloween specials go, um, the first Halloween episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, where good. all the costumes came to life. Yeah. Um, the uh, monsters well, don't do anything on Halloween. It's like the official day off. Yeah. <laughs> but when Spike is walking the streets and sees all the people, all the costumes coming to life and just goes, oh, neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh, Stick, sticks with me. Me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, vegan, I do uh, know. I do know my favorite one. Go ahead, Erica. The Simpsons Little Treehouse of Horrors. Which one? There are a lot of them and they're all good. Any, oh. any of them? <laughs> Them as a concept? uh... Them as a concept, yes. But also, my favorite one, and it always kind of creeped me out, was the gremlin on the airplane wing. Oh, yeah. From, like, the... The the Twilight Zone with uh, William Shatner. Yeah, yes. I love... The way they they animated that little gremlin was just like... I was like... I am glad you mentioned that because I I have a my brother Matt story. This is a good story. Um, so Matt and I used to watch Third Rock from the Sun. Um, that was something we always watched together. And um, if you don't know, the original Twilight Zone episode was William Shatner when he sees the gremlin on the wing. Yeah. And then in the movie, John Lithgow did it, and it was Nightmare at thirty thousand. Uh, thirty thousand feet. feet. Yeah. Um, and they redid it with John Lithgow. Yeah, well, but they made episode, it a whole movie. <laughs> there's an episode. So Third Rock from the Sun, John Lithgow plays the head of the family, the alien who is pretending to be a human. William Shatner plays the big giant head. 
he is like the head of the alien organization. Well, they do a scene where William Shatner shows up. He comes on a plane and he he walks up and goes, "When I I I have I'm so shaken up. I looked out the window on the plane and there was something on the wing." And John Lithgow goes, "The same thing happened to me." And Matt and I die. <laughs> oh, it's glorious. It was I think that's my favorite in joke in a show because oh, that's, immediately that's I thought about how many people did not get that. Um, I don't, I, okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know. Um, when Neil Patrick Harris was on an episode of Castle and, uh, they both, uh, called each other, uh, 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 Neil Patrick Harris called, uh, Castle Captain and, uh, uh, Nathan Fillion called Neil Patrick Harris Doctor as if Doctor Horrible. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. I will talk about my favorite, um, my favorite Treehouse of Horror is, um, The Shining. Um, oh, yeah, Shining that one is good. That, they that one's really good. The Raven is also one I really the Raven is they I had a history class where we were talking about Shakespeare and instead of playing a recording of someone else doing it, they actually just brought in the episode and we watched the Simpsons episode. You mean Edgar Allan Poe? Yes, yeah. We're, I'm sorry, I said Shakespeare. I meant Edgar Allan Poe. You did, actually. and I was very offended. I was like, uh, no, no, Erica, wait. Maybe he's I watched I watched I said it wrong. And uh, uh I'm actually transcendentally related to him. So Oh, that's neat. Yeah, I can see the resemblance through a marriage and like three generations. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. So I, you have family from Baltimore? Apparently. My grandmother, my my paternal grandmother was from Buffalo. You know what's funny is I'm a direct descendant of Lord Baltimore. Awesome. Through a, I'm an through a mistress. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a descendant of Archduke Theobald from England in like the 1900s or the 900s. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a fucking mutt. Um, I maybe, was watching, maybe I'm related to somebody famous. I don't know. I was so Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. I was watching a video the other day that someone said that they just found out that Edgar Allan Poe was from Baltimore. So they started reading the Raven in a Baltimore accent. <laughs> Never more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, oh, it's why the team no. is the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, that just clicked. Like just before you said that, I went, "Wait, the Baltimore Ravens." Yep. And their yeah. their mascots can... are Edgar and Allen. Yeah, uh, his house is a museum now. Well, yeah, I like Edgar Allen. No, he's what's great. That, what's he's that? Really John Cusack movie where he played him. I can see it, but I can't tell you. You know how bad I am with. Was things. it recent? I don't think so. No, early two thousands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. He was solving a mystery or something like that. <laughs> it was called The Raven. I thought so. Yeah. It was something <laughs> yeah. like that. It was. It was pretty good. It was weird. Uh, but it, it was fun. It's funny how our perspective of time is. It was twenty twelve. <laughs> Early I said it wasn't that long ago. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve was not early two thousands. <laughs> early to me. Well, yeah, because you're we, what you're living fifty years from now. <laughs> I guess it is technically it, early two thousands if you look at the entire century. Yeah. Thanks. But from our perspective in 2021, I I think of early as like 2000 through 2005. Yeah, like when I was in high school. That's what I think of early 2000s. <laughs> well, I guess I just judge time differently. Sorry, guys. It happens. No big deal. I mean, you are in the you are three hours in the future. Well, speaking mm. of judging time, it's your turn to ask a question. Yes. Aha. Oh. Seven. Okay. okay so what? Part or an imagined part of a haunted house 
scares you the most? If you, have you ever been through like a haunted house thing, David? No. Okay, then use it, your it imagination. If you were thing. in a if you were in a horror movie, what <laughs> thing would scare you the most? Well, besides being the third guy that dies, because I'm the fat guy. Um... <laughs> That's all subjective, David. That's all subjective. I know. I do not do well with uh, with with jump scares. My my fire flight tends to have me swing at things. <laughs> And uh, it's generally not a good thing. Got it. Don't startle you. It's not. Okay. I. Mm. I um. I'll change the order up and answer this question because I have the answer in my head already. Because I've been through a lot of haunted houses. Go for it. Um. I um. I am especially scared of when things that are inanimate, like mannequins, suddenly move. Like you're walking through and it looks really, really fake, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it moves. Mm-hmm. Um, that scares the crap out of me. Um, uh, I'm also I mean, I mean, very are... afraid of anything um, that is like a creepy child or a doll or something like that. Mm. Are, are 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 we going there? Are we are we talking phobias now? Because I, I think uh... we're talking about haunted houses. Okay, um, but I mean okay. we can go phobias in another question. Oh, Hold God. on to that one. All so right. Yeah, we'll do. In the barrel. Um, we'll do. I I do have a story about a haunted house i went to a haunted house with my friend and his son and i was holding his son's hand and walking through the haunted house and um we walked in so the next room we were going to walk we just went through a clown room and i'm not real afraid of clown i know erica is um and then the next room all the walls and the ceiling were covered in stuffed animal and i was focused on some kind of stuffed animal was going to move and jump out so i'm walking through holding little timmy's hand we're walking through and he's behind me and at one point I turn to see if he's okay and I'm holding the hand of a creepy girl I don't know when it was switched and she looks right at me and goes do you want to play with me and I let go screamed and bolted through the rest of the haunted house Oh my god. You left that, the fucking kid there. You that would have animal. that would have scared the crap out of me too. Jesus. He switched to it. Well, I, I think I heard him laughing at me when I did it. Uh, oh, but he, no. he had switched to his dad. Uh, That's why um I, I lost him. But I don't ever man. remember a transition happening. I always had his hand in my hand. That's because you were too focused on looking for movement in your purple. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. So <laughs> it I, I don't think I've ever been scared more in my life. It scared me so badly. I've been through Rob Zombie's um, haunted house at the haunted horror show, and I haven't been scared. that This was at Halloween Horror Nights at Six Flags Magic Mountain. That's funny. I think they call it Fright Fest. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, yeah. Oh my God, I've never been so terrified. Wow, that just sounds horrible. I don't remember what the rest of the haunted house was like because I ran so fast. I don't blame you. I like busted through the monsters at the end and just flew out of that haunted house. It scared me so bad. Oh, that, that was probably, they, they, they probably got some kind of bonus for doing that because I was so terrified. God, No, but I guarantee you they still tell, she still tells that story every Every year. Yeah. I guarantee you she still tells that story every year. Well, yeah, I'm not a small guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Erica, haunted house, what scares you the most? So you would think that it would be clowns. Yeah. But apparently my claustrophobia trumps my clown phobia because the scariest thing to me is um, I went into a haunted house and they had 
it wasn't trash bags, but because it was like this rubber, like balloons, like really thick balloons. And it was like they were inflated and they were pressed up against each other. And you had to like push your way through. And my claustrophobia just had a fucking field day. (laughs) The only thing worse is that they were filled with clowns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only thing worse is if I got to the end, there was a fucking clown right there. So, <laughs> so, so they're like these big black, you know, and there's no light whatsoever. And you've got to like push your way through. And I'm being, Brian knows this. When I fly on airplanes, my claustrophobia is really, really bad. And so I have to do two things. One, I have to take the medication the doctor gives me to chill me the fuck out. Right. Um, and the second, Second is I can't wear anything but flip-flops. I have to, because I can't move the rest of my body around out of like the seat and everything. I have to be able to move my toes mm. so that I don't feel trapped. I get that. So, so th- that is the worst part about haunted houses for me. That is the worst room I've ever been in. Throw the creepy clowns, throw the creepy dolls, blood coming off the ceiling. I don't fucking care. People running, screaming by me. But that fucking room where nothing happens, but everything is touching me from all sides. Is the uh, worst. One of the things I've by going through a lot of house haunted house, I've found what I'm not afraid of. Like mm. I thought I was afraid of the dark because yeah. I do get freaked out in dark rooms sometimes. And I went through a haunted house. This wasn't the dark one I went through with you. I was um, gonna say we're talking about the blackout. No, I went through a different. I, I went through one where um they put a hood over your head and walk you through a room and people like whisper shit and stuff. And um if you go off path, you get shot. And I was fine. I'm I'm not scared of random electrical shocks, and I'm not scared of the dark. Apparently, um, mm. I went. I would be scared of the thing over my head, literally touching all of my face. Yeah, like, just that contact. I would have been like, oh my fucking god, I can't. Well, I I'd never been in a situation where I was in a small place before, um, so I didn't know if I was claustrophobic or not. I went to a haunted house with Anthony, so I'm gonna bring up Hindu Anthony. Uh, Hindu Anthony and I we we posted on Facebook on the anniversary every time because we went to a haunted house together. Him and I and we there were two things that happened the first one was we went on a haunted tiki ride and they put you into this room and they like shake the walls and make it look like it's going down a river and we went into this room and the lights turned off and a big loud noise startled and I grabbed his hand It scared me so bad. Um, But the second thing that happened is I found out I'm not claustrophobic. They had a coffin experience. And the way it worked is they loaded you up in this coffin and the coffin moved around and (coughs) it played um, audio that people were carrying you like pallbearers and they drop you and you like go through an adventure while you're in this coffin. That'd be crazy. (coughs) I laid down in the coffin and the only thing I remember is thinking, wow, this is really comfortable. And I came out of the coffin. <laughs> they they opened it right away and they showed me the video. I fell asleep the second I laid down in the coffin. <laughs> nice. So it was very comfortable. I remember I was like, wow, this is like the most comfortable thing I've ever laid down in. And then I fell asleep. Now you know why vampires. So everybody watched this coffin like lurching around on hydraulics <laughs> with the video of me just crashed out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so my turn for a question. Um, all right. Anything possibly paranormal ever happened to you or spooky that you're willing to share? I've heard footsteps in the living room a couple times when I know my dad's asleep in his bedroom. So... (laughs) 
I mean, we could tell. I mean, I know Eric and I can take a lo- tell a lot of shared stories. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had anything like visible happen to me. Like I said, I've I've heard a foot. I've heard a, a footfall or two that don't, that don't exist to anybody. Hasn't happened in a long time though. I, got I don't know, it. Brian. Do you want me to tell the scary things that have happened, or do you want me to tell the off things that have happened? And and I can avoid share stories. That's just, fine. Just pick a top story. It doesn't matter if it's shared. I mean, we both have enough shared ones. Pick your favorite one. Um, okay, so my favorite one involves my sister. Okay. She doesn't listen to the podcast very much, so she may not hear me tell this story, and so she won't be embarrassed. Okay. But when we were kids, uh, we are, our parents really like taking us to haunted places. I guess we are that creepy family that's always looking for the spooky stuff. So uh, <laughs> anyways, so there's a house called the Whaley House in uh, San Diego. And it's supposed to be one of the most haunted places in the United States. And so we went there and um, creepy stuff happened there, which I won't get into because that's not, not the juiciest part of the story. But there was creepy stuff that, you know, was seen and stuff while we were there. Uh, but while we were there, unbeknownst to us, our, and this was before they put up plexiglass because um, there's not plexiglass. You can't go into the rooms of this house. There's a whole thing about people being hung there and there was a judge and his family died. It was a whole thing. Anybody interested, just look up the Whaley House, San Diego, California. Um, but unbeknownst to us, our mom, like, because they had like just a rail there before they put up plexiglass. Um, my mom reached around and stole a pair of spectacles. So all the furniture in this house, Mm-hmm. is original everything in the house is from the whaley's so she stole this pair of like ancient spectacles because wow. she wanted to have some sort of memento wow uh and my sister and i didn't know and so um we go home um we have dinner and we go to bed and at the time um i had like a, a full-size bed with like a canopy and we both slept in it um when we were at my house when we were at her dad's house we slept in her bed um, so we get in bed and all of a sudden the bed starts shaking mm. and, and it's a four poster canopy bed and the bed starts shaking and Rachel starts yelling at me thinking I'm shaking the bed mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, it's not me. And I look up. And there's this ghostly little boy, like this figure of this boy standing at the end of the bed, shaking the bed. Mm. Um, And I was like, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what? Stop shaking the bed. I'm like, I'm not. And she sits up and she looks. (laughs) She screams bloody murder and throws the covers over her head. And our parents come running into the bedroom. And we're like, oh my God, my God. And we're telling them what happened. And they're like, it's okay. You it's it's nothing. You guys are fine. You know, nobody said it was our imagination, but they were like, there's nothing here now. You're fine. We're right outside. And we're like, okay, because we're kids and we're dumb. And so we're like, yeah, yeah, okay. And so they leave and probably 15, 20 minutes after they leave, the bed starts shaking again. (laughs) And we start screaming. We didn't even bother to look at the end of the bed at this point. We are just screaming and they come running in. And when they come running in, I guess they got there in time. They saw what we fucking saw. Mm, Wow. (laughs) And we were scooped up. (laughs) 
out of our bed and we went to her dad's house. And I guess my mom had left the spectacles at our house. Mm -hmm. And so we like slept through the night. The very next fucking day, we went back. My mom got the spectacles. We went back to the Whaley house. The people probably looked at us. We were nuts. We paid entry on this place twice in (laughs) back to back days. We go back and my mom chucks those fucking spectacles back into that room. And things like that are exactly why they put up plexiglass so you can't go into the rooms anymore. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there, there's my haunted story. Whether Jesus. or not people believe me, I don't fucking care. I was a nine-year-old kid and my sister was my fucking witness. See, I've heard Rachel tell the story before, so I am I believe both of you. Um, <laughs> I, I think my number one um, has got to be staying at your dad's apartment in um, San Diego and having walking down the hallway, hearing a little noise and then going back into the kitchen and all of the cabinets and the oven are open. It wasn't a very big apartment. It would have taken you 10 seconds to walk that hallway. And it would have taken a long time to open all those doors. Man, Um, I'm very lucky because I I have no reason not to believe you guys. And I just I have not had an experience like that. I think it has something to do with Erica. (laughs) Entirely possible. She is a witch after all. Because I don't have I don't have any experiences that were by myself. I don't have any kind of haunted experiences. I have one. Don't look at me like I'm giving away secrets. It's common knowledge. You've talked about it on the podcast before. Yes, you have. Oh, that I'm a witch? Yeah. Yes. I'm a witch. You're I'm looking like, at me like I was giving away state secrets no, or something. No, no, I was looking I was looking at Brian. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. He sure. Was Erica. Me. I believe you. Well, you don't have to believe me, David. That's the beauty of our relationship. <laughs> Damn. Ooh, that hurt. All right. <laughs> What's funny is that's not the only thing that happened at that apartment. I mean, we both saw glowing orbs in the hallway. Um, we both heard conversations happening on the other side of the apartment. Um, yeah, not oh, on the other side of the wall, on the other side of the apartment. Because I it was a corner do have one that doesn't involve you. Oh, good. So you can't blame me. Um, I was playing D&D with my friends Sandro and Chris at Sandro's house on the balcony outside on Easter. Okay. And we made Unpacking it all night. Let me see a zombie. We were doing all night and we were on the balcony and a fog rolled in. And it was the creepiest fog I've ever seen in my life. Um, It was, when I say it rolled in, I mean, we looked out off the balcony of the apartment. There was a fence going down the driveway of the apartment and tendrils of thick fog came rolling around from the driveway like nice. they were generated by some kind of machine. Hmm. I've never never seen fog that thick in my life and then we heard the moaning it was like coming from the fog i think the three of us are still afraid of fog okay no but if i ever see really really thick fog ever again don't ever go to san francisco and this was in this was in hemet california when i was in like middle school yeah so this was before they put the lake in those valleys get foggy sometimes it was it was so Mm. it was so thick it was like it was like scottish more thick Mm. again san francisco when i went to school um that week i talked to a bunch of people and other people had strange experiences during fog night Hmm. creepy it was it was perhaps uh, some cultists had actually finished the spell who knows 
So yeah, that that is my only like non Erica related paranormal experience. No, mm. that's not true. There was there was the um the Night of Lost Memory. Um, Sounds like I'll, a D&D adventure story. Uh, well, we on my graduation night from high school, we all went out to um, the Orange Groves in Hemet, which everybody called Haunted. And all I remember from that night was... Haunted. Um, all I remember from that night was we drove away because we were being chased by something. And talking to everyone who was there, we've gotten more details. <laughs> but apparently there was something heavy that landed on the car... And people said that they thought we were being chased by something that had bat wings. So interesting. Yeah. I how many but, drugs were involved? Yeah. How, none, what, no alcohol, uh-huh. no drugs. Uh-huh. Um we, uh-huh. we were eating junk food. It was probably okay. laced with something. It was like Jack in the Box junk food. Oh yeah. And um my friend Chris Bates was throwing um tater tots at the back of my head when he was in the back of the car. We were in um we were in um one of my buddies Suzuki sidekick and we were we were going down the road in through the but I remember we Oh, someone honked a horn outside. I remember we had gotten out of the car, two of us walked out into the dark, it was me and one of the other guys, and we got spooked and ran back to the car, and then we were all driving really fast and scared of something that was chasing us. Hmm. But yeah, there's... there. I know Maybe recovered memories aren't... Since you can't remember. Yeah, but recovered memories aren't admissible. I think it probably was just the dark spooked us. I, I think it's very, like, I think it's something that could be easily rationalized. <laughs> but I remember, I, I know it was a really scary night. But the, mm. yeah, the, the, the orange groves out in Hammond, California are very creepy. So, yeah. So, no, I take back my statement. I have had paranormal experiences that, or non-explainable experiences that um, didn't involve Erica. But the best ones involved Erica. Because <laughs> all the best stories involve me. I'm just kidding. At least ghost stories. <sighs> So, um, David, question. Well, I brought it up earlier. I might as well talk about it. Um, what are your guys's uh, big phobias? If we haven't already talked about them. Oh, we talked about mine. I am super, super claustrophobic. Yep. Uh, I'm afraid of clowns to an unhealthy degree. I have punched clowns before. They did Mm. not deserve it. Um, Uh, And may I share the other one? By all means. No, I'm asking Erica because I know she's terrified of something else, but it might not be something she wants to share. The leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Leprechauns. No, From just in general, leprechauns. Oh, okay. Well, well, leprechaun is code for something else. Do you? Can I share it? Yeah, sure. Eric is really afraid of old people. <laughs> oh. Okay. I. You're not the only one. I get that totally. So, so I'm not. Okay. Okay. There's a reason I'm afraid of old people, and it's. I'm not, not all judging old you. <laughs> so. <laughs> So when I was a kid, my mom, when I was a kid, my mom was a CNA at a nursing home. Irrational fears are irrational. You don't have to explain them. (laughs) No, there's a, I know, I do a lot of introspection. Okay, go for it. I really try to dive into why I am the way I am. Okay. Um, so, so I'm talking like, I was like from the age of five. So I was probably, I think I was like six or so. And it was Halloween and I was dressed up in my princess outfit and I had my little crown that my mom made with in, with 
tin foil so that it was shiny and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. And we had to go buy her work for something. Um, and they were also handing out candy. So I was like, sure, that sounds great. I want candy. But she had to go by and see somebody about getting something I can't remember because I was sick. But I knew we had to go. So we go there and I, I'm talking to some of the old people and they're really nice. The ladies were really sweet and everything like that. And I had some candy and I was just minding my own business. And my mom was talking to her nurse friend or whatever. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I get this hand on my arm. And I mean, like the grip of fucking death. It hurt so bad. And I was a little kid and I turned and this old man is screaming at me. Oh, Jesus. Like, screaming at me, calling me somebody else's name. And he's mm-hmm. like digging into my arm. Like I had like little marks and he left like little blood things oh jesus and like i mean scared the living piss out of me and since then i try to avoid uh nursing homes large gatherings of old people i know one day i will be old and this will make no sense to my brain (laughs) will i I start being afraid of everybody around me i don't know um but it's not because i'm afraid of dying everybody's afraid of dying it's not because i'm afraid of getting old nobody wants to get old um it's just because like you know my early experience this old man like injured me and was screaming at me and just like mentally like destroyed me so um i'm not good around old people fair enough i mean that's what it is the reason brian calls them leprechauns Mm -hmm. is because and i shit you not this is how my brain works when my brain does funny things i like to share it with people um maybe so if they ever have these weird fucking thoughts like they don't feel like they're the only ones Also, it's very entertaining and I don't get embarrassed easily. Um, So I was at Taco Bell um, and I was ordering food. I think it was on my lunch break or something like that. I was there. Were we on our lunch break? Is that what it was? I don't know. Anyways, so I have my food. I go over to the sauce packets and I'm picking up my sauce pack. And this little gnarled hand comes up and grabs something and then like goes off and my brain without missing a beat goes oh leprechaun (laughs) i am so afraid of old people that i my brain is willing to entertain the idea without second guessing itself that that is actually a leprechaun nice okay i get you i get you (laughs) she Um, jumped and made a little squeal sound when she looked oh jesus Oh, I did. Well, That's when for, I realized it was an old person, an old lady, and mm-hmm. not a leprechaun. For me, it's um wooden ventriloquist dummies. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, you don't like Slappy? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Fuck, do no. You, do you have a reason why? Irrational fear is irrational. I'm not sure what it is that did it, but they creep. I will nope the fuck out. I don't care do where you, I am. Just do nope. you generally have issues with um the... um Muppets are fine. It's just the wooden okay. ones with the faces. Just something about those eyes, man. I just can't do it. What I was gonna gonna Uh, say was um, Uncanny Valley. Does that normally get you, or is it just? It it's just the something about they're just human enough to be wrong, and I just can't do it. Oh, have you ever seen that episode of Doctor Who with there was like twenty? Yes. Oh. Oh. 
Oh god, yeah, that was that was a that was a tough sit because that the, only got worse. Did the other episode of Doctor Who with the guys in the little booths get you too? Yeah, not oh. a fan. Oh, that's a good one, David. That's a good one. Thank you for Ugh. sharing that. That the, yeah, that is the easiest way to get me to leave something. I don't care what it is. I don't care where we are. I don't care what we're doing. I will nope the fuck out. I I will share. I already shared mine, but I will share why. And because it's a good story. So I am afraid of dead animals. And um, that extends to taxidermy. But mm. it's because of dead animals. When I was a kid, I was walking on the street with my dad. Um, we would often go to this woods called Cathedral Pines on Long Island. He would take me there all the time. And we were walking on the street and there was a um, roadkill deer. And it was... <coughs> I'm going to get a little gory. It was bad. It was, um, it had its intestines hanging out. Its head was smashed in. It had organs like hanging out of its mouth. It was really gross. And I was scared. I was a little kid and I didn't want to walk by it. And my dad gets down to my level. And my dad was always really good at talking to me when I was a kid, when I was afraid of something. My mm -hmm. dad goes, it's okay. It's dead. It was hit by a car and it died. It can't hurt you. And I went, oh. This is where it gets good. Okay. And then it moved. It well, <laughs> that is that. the understatement of the century. Oh, good God. So he goes, It is dead, it can't hurt you. And I went, Okay, and I was fine. And Could it shows that oh, we okay. took a few steps. It shows that moment. We to were not be right dead. next to it. <laughs> oh man. And it goes <laughs> and then dragged itself into the woods. Oh my god. Okay, that would terrify anyone. <laughs> I don't care who you are. I I have I have it just I'm pretty sure that scared the shit out of your dad too. <laughs> oh, he has issues with dead things too. That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure that scared the shit out of him too. Um speaking of my dad, my dad and I watched um the Stephen King's It miniseries when we were a kid. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, when we were kids, when I was a kid, uh, and we watched it together. And um my dad, uh, my parents didn't really let me watch horror movies, but because it was on TV, it was okay. And my dad and I I watched it together. I was scared, but I watched a lot of horror movies when I was a kid because my aunt let me watch them. So I I knew, you know, I would get a little scared. I would be like afraid to walk out in my room in the middle of the night and stuff. But I knew that horror movies weren't real and I it was fine. I mean, I was a little mm -hmm. afraid of clowns, but it was fine. My dad, on the other hand, was a middle school custodian. Oh. And he had to walk around the school at night. And he said after he saw the Stephen King's It miniseries, he had he, he wasn't able to clean the showers by himself anymore. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So yeah. So um I think it's Erica's turn. Yep, it is Erica's turn. My turn again? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, this format moves quickly. I like it when we, we cover a lot of questions uh, in more time. What's your favorite scary book? I have a feeling I can predict David's answer. Not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> or your favorite book that has scared you. Doesn't have to be for the theme of it. Oh, fair enough. It doesn't have to be a horror story. It could just be a book that had a scary scene in it. Do you, do you need time to think, David? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'll go last. Or I'll, okay. I'll talk when I got with them. I'm, I'm still thinking at the moment. I have to say, I was legitimately afraid for um, Harry, Ron, and... Her, well, specifically Hermione um, in the troll scene. I thought it was well-written. It was a little 
scary. Um, but my favorite scary book, oh God, I haven't read a lot. I don't read a lot of horror fiction. Um, and it's hard for me to think of, I was really, when I read Battle, when I read um, Peace Talks, I was yeah. legitimately afraid of the Hounds of Tindalos. Yeah, no, uh, the um, Jim Butcher stuff actually has some pretty horrifying stuff in it in some place. Yeah, I, 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 I really felt the tension when the Hounds of Tindalos showed up and mm. Harry was there because there was no reason anything should happen in that scene. It was in 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 the Dresden File books, you're really used to there being scenes where they just have dialogue and exposition and um, conflict resolution between characters. And I did not expect monsters to show up <laughs> when he was talking to right? um, Ebenezer. I did not expect it. It Yeah, I think that one got me. Um yeah, oh, so I that's know what one. my favorite um, scary book was. Mm. Haunted by Chuck Palahniuk. Mm, okay. Um, I actually did a um, dramatic reading of the short story Guts from Haunt. Mm. I think I, 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 I actually have I remember about this. this on the podcast before. Yep, I remember this. Um, so Guts is very graphic and very gross. Yep. Um, it. I don't want to spoil it for anyone because someone might listen to this and want to actually read it. Um, it's good. It's very good. Um, but you I go warn in, you, you go it, into a lot more detail the first time you mentioned it. Yeah. So Guts is um, Guts is a story that Chuck Polnick read at his reading, and um, people fainted um, while he was reading it. Um, it happened fainted? at multiple readings. People fainted from how graphic the story is. Well, he's a pretty graphic writer. Well, I so. volunteered for this charity thing where um, it was people reading things for 24 hours and I volunteered to read Guts and it started with about 20 people listening and slowly but surely people would nope out I even heard just someone say nope and disconnect from the chat after I started. Yeah. By the time I finished. I'm surprised they let you finish, honestly. By the time <laughs> I finished, there were two people left oh. and both of them said, I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I have to say Guts is. I'm honestly surprised they let you do that, quite frankly. But um, I recommend Guts for anyone if you want to just kind of shock yourself. It's not a horror story, but it oh, is no, 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 no. horror. Let me read the description on Amazon. Okay. This is great. Haunted is a novel made up of 23 horrifying, hilarious, and stomach-churning stories. Oh, God. Uh, I can keep going. Do you want me to keep going? No. There's actually a really great story in Haunted about the seedy underbelly of of, um, um, reflexologists. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that reflexologists actually know how to kill people by pushing pressure points on the feet, and they work as professional hitmen, and all reflexologists are actually professional hitmen. It's it's funny. It's really funny, but it's written very well. But it, I mean, he doesn't pull. I mean, he doesn't hold back at all. He really implies that every single reflexologist is a professional hitman, and they like all work for the triads. So it's the, they're they're the uh, the the continental of uh, doctor assassins. Well, because they can push a pressure point and make someone die three days later. Yeah, I get it. I forgot about that one. I I, I it it's easy to just remember guts when thinking about. Haunted. I've actually never finished Haunted. I've only made made it about halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the format of it is it's a bunch of writers going to a writer's workshop, and the writer's workshop is an abandoned house. Oh and... yeah, I could have finished the description. Oh, sure, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay. 
There, uh, uh, okay, Haunted is a novel made up of 23 horrifying, hilarious, and stomach-churning stories. They're told by people who have answered an ad for a writer's retreat and unwittingly joined a survivor-like scenario where the host withholds heat, power, and food. As the storytellers grow more desperate, their tales become more extreme, and they ruthlessly plot to make themselves the hero, hero of the reality show they will surely be made from that will surely be made from their plight. This is one of the most disturbing and outrageous books you'll ever read one that could only come from the mind of chuck polinick there you go synopsis and then one of the descriptions i think this was, was really well one of the reviews says reading a polinick novel is like getting zipped inside of a boxer's heavy bag while the author goes to work on you pounding you until there's nothing left but a bag of bones of blood and pain <laughs> damn Polinick wrote a ghost story once called Lullaby. That's actually really good, but I wouldn't describe it as frightening. It's more kind of twisted and funny. Um, but I, I do have to say that there are two books of his I couldn't finish. I couldn't finish Invisible Monster. It got too graphic, um, and I couldn't finish Haunted. But I do have, I mean, I enjoyed Haunted a lot. It, I didn't finish it because it, I didn't not finish it because it wasn't good. I couldn't finish it because it got too graphic and I just couldn't handle it. I started getting lightheaded. I didn't get I got lightheaded. I, I understand why people fainted. Mm, interesting. You have me curious. A book that makes people faint. I'm good. Have fun. Like the only way that happens is if your vagus nerve overacts. Read it. Read, no thanks. read Haunted. It's 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 a worthwhile read. Um, even if you just pick and choose stories. But the whole the whole idea of the people at the writers retreat is really cool. The stories isn't what made me lightheaded. It was the what the writers were doing at the retreat. It gets really crazy. It sounds like it. So Maybe yeah, I yeah, would. haunted, haunted is at the yeah. top of my. Wait, list. I need you to answer one question for me. In everything that you read thus far in the book, do any children get hurt? No. Okay. Um, that's I mean, a that's I'm, a line I in the sand the, for me. I think the main character in um, Guts is a, a teenager. Teenagers aren't children, but it's teenagers. like self-inflicted. It's not. It's oh, not, Jesus! What? It's not suicidal. It's an accident. That's, I'm good. Thanks. I don't want to know anymore. That stuff doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's well, I don't want to reveal it because it, it is it is very very graphic, and I don't want it. It's it was probably one of the cruelest things I've ever done to read it at the thing. But so I, I um, let's see, my horror. Book. All right. David's uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, we're done right now. <laughs> uh, I actually read Misery. It was a really good book. It's the only oh Stephen King book I've actually read. <laughs> Another secret. It was really good. It's just David's secret. It's not my genre. I don't like horror. David's secret. I've only read it. I haven't read any other Stephen King. I've only read it. I'm a sci-fi and military fiction and alternate history fan. I I read tons of that stuff. I think I've read almost all of Stephen King's books. I've read one. It was good. He's just really good. Really, really good. I, I want to read Gerald's Game. I hear that's good. Mm. It's so a short my, story, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I've read a lot of stuff. See, here, here's the problem. Is until... So- I read so much stuff. I I, I consume so much media from so many different angles, right? Mm-hmm. That um, I, and add in that I am really, really bad with names. Super good with stories, uh, which w- worked out great when I was in customer service in the retail mm-hmm. or even on the phone because I would talk to people and I would absolutely not remember their name. But they could. I could talk to somebody 
one. And a year later, they could walk in and say hi to me. And I could pick up wherever we left off in like our conversation. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Like I would remember, you know, their kids, the things they mm. did, vacation, whatever it is. Like the, my mind works based on story. So yeah. saying that's a short story, right? Mine works I have faces. to have a synopsis and then my brain goes, oh yeah, yeah, you read that. Well, you got to remember at least a favorite scary book that you've read. I mean, it was your question. Yeah. You got to have something in there. Yeah, mind. no, I do. Go I do. It. What is it? Um, As silly as this is, I really loved the scary stories to tell in the dark when I was That's a kid. That's not silly. Series. Um, I loved them as a kid. I love them as an adult. I read them to my kids. I don't know if that makes me a monster, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, man. I think they're designed for children. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, guess, you know. I remember watching Are You Afraid of the Dark when I was a kid. And some of those got a little intense for me. I'm a wimp. I loved I Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, my God. I've always loved spooky, scary stuff. I guess I'm guess i a spooky person. Yep. Are I you guess I'll just have to dark? accept that. Are You Afraid of the Dark did the Sixth Sense ending before the Sixth Sense did? Yes, it did. And it was a half an hour show on, it was Nickel- on Nickelodeon on, on Snake, Late Night on Snick. There were right. some good ones. There were quite a few good ones. There were a couple that were like straight up scary. Terrified the shit out of me as a kid. <laughs> I loved them. I loved, um, so here's a funny story. I loved scary stuff so much when I was a kid. You don't say. Um, well, I love it now still. But, so, I loved it so much that I read all the Goosebumps books by mm-hmm. the time um, like, I was anxiously awaiting new ones, like, in the fourth grade. Like, I'd read all, like, 30 he had had out at that point. Okay. Um, And I had run out of stuff to read, and I had said something to my mom, and she knew I liked scary stuff, so she started buying me Stephen King novels in okay. fourth grade. Nice. <laughs> See, I got introduced to uh, I got introduced to Tom Clancy when I was in fifth grade, so <laughs> I was reading Clancy. Yeah, and I don't think my mom realized how graphic Stephen novels are. There's a lot more sex. Than I'm you sure think. she didn't realize that at all. Yeah, she didn't know, and so she's like, "Here," and I was. I had a college reading level in fourth grade. So, um, cause just language in general has always been super easy for me. Um, so yeah, I read those and I never told her I came across the sex scenes and I went, what? <laughs> and then I read them again. <laughs> I, I remember the first one of those, I, uh, the first, uh, uh, book I read with a graphic scene in it was, uh, Michael D. Mercurio submarine, a submarine warfare novel. Wow. Um, I want to I want to blow everybody's mind about Are yep. You Afraid of the Dark? Uh-huh. Do you know Ryan Gosling was on that show? I did know yes. that, actually. I read the <laughs> Wikipedia page more than once. <laughs> I, I Okay, so we are out of time. Um, so I just want to say great format, great topic, everybody. Great stories. Great episode. Erica's cave is getting darker, I just want to say. It was nice to talk about scary things. I do want to know. I mean, I know the people listening can't see this, but I do want to know, what is the big bright light? that keeps happening on Erica's screen. I think it's... So we'll have her explain in the bonus episode, in the behind the scenes, because I want to know what that's all about. (laughs) Right, like... Or if we're the only ones seeing that. I think it might just be we're the only ones seeing it. Have you noticed it too, David? Yes, I've noticed it. Okay. I think something on one of her screens is flashing bright like that right now. It just did it. Oh, that's Amazon. Yeah, I figured as much. So all of my other pages are set to dark backgrounds. Uh Amazon doesn't give you that option. Well, every time you open it, a beacon goes off. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Ah. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> so, um, all right, that would be a different hook for the bonus episode because we so, answered that. Oh, we do. We have some behind the scenes. So, um, if you wanna, if you want to um, see our little behind the scenes stuff and bonus episode, um, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/NerdPodcastRadio, and um, uh, the three dollar patrons get the behind the scenes episodes in audio form, and five dollar patrons get video. Um, so, um, I. <laughs> I want to make a shout out to our new patron. Um, I got to look at my Patreon app. Oh, right. We got a new one. Oh, <laughs> while he's doing that real quick, you definitely want to become a $5 patron because then you get to see all the incredibly hilarious faces that I make at David that you yes. can't hear during the episode. Because <laughs> there's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to make sure I got the name right so I didn't shout out the wrong name. Um, Carl, thank you for supporting us. Yeah, um, Carl, Carl is our awesome. patron. Um, and um hey, Carl. yeah yeah we have a nice little patron community so um thank you for all your support and um this has been super vegan brian i was joined by kersey smurferica hi guys and also joined by david the about the third hey you know we are on the road to 200 we are and um this has been nerd podcast radio stay nerdy stay informed stay awesome stay, stay awesome. awesome say goodbye ghost behind erica goodbye <laughs> Show. We're the Channel Pins, we're the Podcast Radio.